0: The following podcast is a part of Radiomisfits.com And now, it's time for The Mr. Nelson Show! Uh, Welcome to The Mr. Nelson Show Episode 101! Uh, Boy, I was hoping to do some segments of teaching lessons and stuff. Because, you know, 101. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, due to the threat of Hurricane Harvey, which I am now under right now, uh, this will be a a shortened version of the uh, Nelson show. Because if I take too long to tape it, it takes that much long to edit it and put it together and then send it off to Radio Misfits. And, well, without electrical power can't do that, so I'm going to have to cut this short. We so,
1: be that's a
0: uh, we'll do our uh, week in review, <laughs> as we do, which unfortunately that. involves the nastiness of politics. Oh, Every time I gonna think I'm tri- going to break away from that, up, oh boy, there's just something that comes up. And besides, look, I'll admit it, I- I'm lazy and the politics just makes it easy to have material for a show. And that's pretty much what it is. Because uh, all I got ready to go is the ne- the new episode of Sun King, which uh, we'll get to shortly. And oh uh, that's going to have to do you. <laughs> so uh, let's get to it. Uh, uh, of course, uh, we'll mention the passing of uh, Jerry Lewis, uh, well. the, 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 the comedian and... Uh, Movie star and everything, well. and, uh, of course, his uh, uh, partnership with uh, Dean Martin and all that sort of stuff, and then, of course, a lot of people in his later years knew him for the muscular dystrophy That's telethons right. he would do, yep. and uh, he, I think he did the last one in 2010, so him, and uh, so he was known for that, but, um, so, yeah, he's gone, Yeah. Well. and uh, because, well, he was 90, or 91, <laughs> so... Uh, so there you okay. go uh, We discussed his passing on the Rob Saul show this Monday yeah. And that I'll podcast do. is available right here on this platform of Radio Misfits Do check it out It's called The Eclipse of Rob uh, Which of course referred to the uh, solar eclipse we had Yeah. Which uh, of course, that's because Donald Trump broke the sun What? He didn't have sunlight did? for a while Well, we had sunlight down here God, man, Come on But, uh, I mean, you know, the ground looked weird uh, the the whole lighting looked weird. That's what sun uh, eclipses can do, and of course the the shadows all look like crescents. But that's about it. Uh, you had to go up north to actually get the full experience of the lights going out that's and right. then coming back on. I had a truck. <laughs> that and was up it. There so that, and of course Jerry Lewis uh, uh, passed away.
1: Yeah, well, did you, did you hear what he had to say about? Um,
0: Oh, yeah, well. uh, No, I didn't. (laughs) What what did he say about it? Well, he
1: said that they were nothing but a bunch of miserable, ugly bitches who couldn't get laid even if they went into a man's prison. Throwing around money. Oh, oh Isn't man! That funny! <laughs> oh. oh, man! Yeah! I knew he was a good man. So no, he it wasn't! It's funny because it's true! No, it's not! <laughs> That's <laughs> Horrible! But of course, shouldn't be surprised.
0: That he was your kind of guy, <laughs> Well, uh, uh, yeah, we talk about this on the Rob Saul show as well, which I encourage you to check out. Uh, but uh, it was often said that he was difficult to work with, yeah. uh, including Dean Martin, <laughs> couldn't get along with it, and uh, stuff like that. But also, uh, especially in his later years, you see, uh, a lot of uh, Jerry Lewis's comedy was physical, and he would do a lot of these pratfalls and stuff, and he did some uh, severe damage, to uh, his back and spine. And oh my God. so uh, he was in constant pain, so oh. much so that eventually he had to have this implant put in what? that uh, uh, whenever the pain became too intense, he could give himself an electric shock oh my God. in order to deaden the pain so that uh, oh. he wouldn't go insane with pain. So, uh, so uh, yeah, he had reason to be grumpy. Well,
2: the grumpiness ain't got nothing to do with him telling the truth about the infimity. Oh,
0: that's
1: a... Outrage is just horrible. Good lord.
0: Yeah, yeah, outrages continue. Uh, Meanwhile, Uh, uh, statues are being uh, taken down, so uh, they'll never hurt anyone again. And uh, free speech, uh, the encroachment on it, uh, continues to march on.
1: Just Uh, because of hate speech. uh,
0: Because even uh, the ACLU had to cave to uh, the, the crazy... Insane left. What? <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna bother with alt left. It's just the left. No, that, uh, that's, that's
1: just. You see, this is what I'm talking about. Hate speech. That shouldn't be protected because it's me. Oh, God damn, grow up already.
0: Uh, well, Lefty, uh, is the picture of a baby uh, hate speech?
1: What? What, what? what do you mean? Well, the
0: ACLU on their uh, Twitter page. Uh, said, we're hoping this is the image of the future. And basically, it was a picture of a baby in a onesie that had uh, the ACLU logo on it for free speech and all that. And uh, it was holding the American flag. Oh. And, of course, okay. the, the problem with it is the baby was white. Oh. Uh, so well. some people wrote in, uh, boy, it looks like a white supremacy uh, future is what the ACLU well, so is. they have a point. Uh, sort it, of it's very triggering. Yeah, so... <laughs> So now, uh, pictures of white babies uh, are racist.
1: It's not that simple, Mister Nelson. Oh, There's triggering and code-worded images that are harmful, and people need to be made aware. Baby. And I, not that I think the ACLU uh, is a white supremacist organization, although they've been giving too much support to them, and they what? they bear some responsibility for Charlottesville for supporting their supposed right. It ain't to supposed to. it. Hate. Got it. On the streets of Charlottesville, and well, we saw the results. So yeah, uh, they God. were wrong there, and I think they were beginning to realize that, and uh, maybe they'll stop supporting these horrible monsters and oh my uh, God. learn their lesson. And so they do to be a little spike here, because you have yes, a, a baby, oh so innocent, so innocent. Yeah. The whiteness is very threatening. What? Waving that American flag. What oh my way. God! What, what what what? The powerful triggering symbols there of white supremacy. Oh, it's just kidding. Anyone? Just, hey, so, uh, they, they really screwed up there. They sure did. Did I surely hope they've learned the error of their ways!
0: Well, uh, they followed up that one by uh, apparently caving in and admitting, though, yeah, they made a good point and they made a mistake by doing that imagery. Uh, and they followed up with a, a picture or uh, I guess an animated gif of uh, Kermit the Frog, saying oh you've you got a point. Yeah. Yo! No, they, they screwed up again? Well, what do you mean? Uh, Kermit the Frog? Oh God. A green
1: frog? Yeah. <laughs> oh God! Do I have to spell it out? It's obviously a reference to Pepe the Frog. What? This is the new swastika of our oh, times. Here, yeah, the Pepe the Frog, that cartoon. Is oh, a symbol geez. of the old right, and that's just oh well, god, ACLU. When will you learn? Well, when will you learn? <laughs> um, <laughs> Man, look,
2: I don't know. you got to worry about PP the Frog. Or <laughs>
1: oh, god but you
2: know what? All I can do is sit back and laugh <laughs> and enjoy watching the geez, well. stupid
1: pussies eat each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> Red, we don't have
0: to bring up your your obsession with lesbian porn. What good? <laughs> Uh, Well, uh, yeah, but uh, uh, how long before the ACLU might be listed as a hate group by the Southern Poverty Law Center at this point? So, uh, yeah, uh, that's what happens. They do eat their own, and uh, you you just can't win. You can't. So, uh, troubling times for the First Amendment. Uh, Pretty troubling uh, it, this isn't good. Uh, you're blowing it way out of proportion.
1: Besides, it's always too that you can't yell fire in a crowded theater. Everybody knows that. Well not And everybody. that's the standard. And of course, the alt-right and their hateful angry rhetoric what? certainly apply.
0: Well, oh, gee, the yeah. alt-right could claim you're hateful to them, Lefty. That's, yeah, that's right. just not uh, a, a, a great analogy to fire in a theater. Uh, Besides, uh, not everybody fully understands that. Even... Nancy Pelosi. What?
1: How could the Park Service justify denying that organization their free speech rights? Because the Constitution does not say that a person can shout, w- yell wolf in a crowded theater. If you're endangering oh, people, uh, then you're, you don't have a constitutional right to do that. Yeah, see? Uh, what she got the word wrong, but that doesn't they matter. the word wolf the and fire. T-
0: Dead. Oh, well, what the hell would
1: a wolf be doing in a theater
0: anyway? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, once again, uh, speaking to the competence of the woman. Oh, please. Uh, but, uh, yeah, just rhetoric you don't like and you just clarify is dangerous is not a good enough uh, reason to deny one's First Amendment rights. But that's clearly what the left is doing here. Well, because uh, I mean, their rhetoric is yes, just I mean, as violent but, and rotten and nasty as anything the alt-right said. Uh, because uh, let's not forget uh, pigs what? in a blanket. Uh, no, I won't. You might want to, but I won't. Because it's
1: meaningless. It's meaningless. That's just
0: a few bad apples. That's all. Yeah,
1: well, them bad apples got quite a few police officers murdered. What? All in the past.
0: Well, so's the Confederacy, Lefty, but, uh, well, Nancy Pelosi was big on uh, tearing down uh, statues, even though she never had a problem with them when she was Speaker of the House. Well, and, uh, she conveniently forgot she, she that her busy. own father uh, honored and dedicated Confederate statues. Oh, so, my gosh. See, boy. No. Yeah, no. but of course, no. um, as I've said before, uh, when it comes to uh, ridding ourselves of the remnants of the Confederacy, oh, hey, it. I'm all for it. In oh, fact, here, why don't we do something really comes. important and significant and comes. get rid of the last remaining Confederate oh, institution? No. Of course, the Democratic. No.
2: Oh, yeah. All right, let's yes. uh, uh, we'll take not a
0: break it. and we'll come here back with a brand new no. episode of yes. Sun King. No, oh, no, yeah. There are tricks, chickens, chicken hawks, and main ladies, ditty bops, explorers, and johns. You can be on a fast track, a flatback, or a freak, a street date, part of a stable, an outlaw, or a lampliner. You can take a stroll, make a catch, or be the game. But on the street, the real trick is staying alive. Now, one motion picture tells the story as it's never been told before. Vice Squad, rated R, under 17, not admitted without parrots. Like the sound of my voice? Yes, you know you do. And you want to hear it in the best way possible. So why not get yourself some headphones and accessories from Tweaked Audio? Key features include eight colors and styles, mic'd and non mic versions designed to sound great for music and talk, noise-reducing design with a lifetime warranty. So head over to tweakedaudio.com and use discount code Nelson at checkout for 33% off and free worldwide shipping. That's Mr. Nelson. MRNAILSIN. It's not case sensitive, but it is all one word. That's tweakedaudio.com. Hey man, you know what's in the outer space? I, I, I don't know what. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Gas. <laughs> Stupid, 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 stupid. Oh, wowee,
2: what's this?
0: <laughs> well, it's another spaghetti sci-fi riffed by yours truly. Don't leave me hanging. Fill me in on the details. Well, this time it's Mr. Nelson Riff's War of the Robots. Oh, boy. Yes, in War of the Robots, a scientist from Earth is kidnapped by a bunch of robots that all look like the late Rolling Stone Brian Jones. Huh yes. Yes. The crew of the starship Trissy. What? <laughs> yes, they call it the starship Trissy. Uh, they pursue the robots to rescue the scientist and his beautiful assistant. They run around a lot, and once in a while they shoot ray guns and then watch TV. Yes, this spaghetti sci-fi romp was made by the same guys who made Cosmos War of the Planets. Oh, wow! Yes, so once again, someone on the set forgot to turn on the lights during filming. Oh, <laughs> but wait, there's more. Also in this package deal, you get Chapter 4 of Flash Gordon, Space Soldiers Conquer the Universe. Yes, Flash saves the Earth by taking a powder on a mountain. Meanwhile, Ming the Merciless makes Dale watch as Dr. Zarkov is forced to wear a dress. Warning! Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. It also contains some music from Kevin McLeod. Oh, wow! Where can I get this? Oh, you just have to head over to cellfi.com slash Nelson, and this little gem can be yours, simply for a buck seventy-five.
2: Oh, wow! Cheap!
0: Yes. Yes, it is. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show, here on RadioMisfits.com. Mellogg's Poop, the super delicious laxative, presents the adventures of Sun King! Faster than the speed of light, more powerful than an atomic bomb, able to leap the moon in a single bound. What?
2: up at the sky! It's a comet! It's a UFO! No! It's Sun King!
0: Yes, Sun King. And who, disguised as mild-mannered tabloid reporter Mark Milktit, fights a never-ending battle for truth and justice. In our last episode, Sun King was questioning the stripper, Balloon or not in her involvement in the murder of movie star TRX. As she was about to reveal the true mastermind behind the crime, she was suddenly gunned down through the window of her dressing room from a car outside Club Gentlemen, Gentlemen Club. Uh, uh, oh no. Green snot! Gunshots from the window! Miss Nutt! Miss Nutt! She's bleeding profusely. No pulse. Of course, I keep forgetting. Most people don't have bulletproof force fields. Hmm. With that car speeding off seconds after the gunshots were fired, I'm forced to conclude that the gunman must be in that very same vehicle. I've got to act fast. I've mere seconds to lose. I must catch that car. And so, using his amazing powers of flight, Sun King is in hot pursuit of the mysterious black muscle car and the hitman within... (laughs) Yeah,
2: yeah, I tell you. Dead clams drop no pearls. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but Lynch, that guy in the flashy suit, he's coming after us. Oh, yeah? Well, keep an eye on his car. I'll lose him. And if I don't, get ready to shoot out his tires. But Lynch, he ain't in no car. On foot? Oh, we'll, we'll stop you sweating. All he's gonna do is eat tailpipe smog. <laughs> <laughs> no, Letch. <laughs> he don't <ain't> <laughs> foot neither. He's flying. Oh my God! What the hell is that? It's the devil himself. <laughs> now don't be stupid. Roll out the window and shoot his ass. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh say, Letch, I say, Ledge. I don't think I could hit his ass from here. God damn it! I don't mean literally his butt. I mean, just shoot him! Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, all right, boss.
0: And so the boys do meet their target, but as before, they merely disintegrate when they come in contact with the thin force field that surrounds the body of Sun King. <laughs> the fools, not only are their bullets wasted on me, but they also confirm their guilt in the murder of Balloonanot.
2: Shoot him, stupid! Shoot him! But, 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 Letch, I, I, I did several times. I, I I think the bullets are, like, uh, bouncing off of him. What? Don't be stupid. No, you I'm serious. Wait, what's he doing now? Uh, uh, oh, my God, he, he's peeing on us. He, he's peeing fire on us, Letch.
0: Of course, Sun King is not urinating upon the criminals. No, he's actually making use of his ultimate power that's focused through his Sun Belt. Of course, as he does this, it does appear that the golden beam of light is coming from his crotch.
2: Ah, he hit us! Oh, no! We're gonna crash! Come out of that car, you murderers! Uh, Oh, God, Lynch! he's coming for us! Uh, (laughs) What are we gonna do? (laughs) Yeah, well, I tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get that machine gun on him. Give it here. I don't think it's gonna work, I Ain't giving up without a fight.
0: (laughs) Damn it! Now you're really pissing me off. If you won't come out of that car, then I'll tear the car apart. Hmm. I know. I'll lift the car up over my head and smash it into the side of that building.
2: (laughs) What's yeah! <laughs> Rex, I
0: presume? It's all over, Mr. Rex. It's time for you to confess to your crimes. It's obvious you killed Balloon nut to shut her up. But why, Rex? Why would you coerce her into murdering your wife, Tiara? Hmm. Still not very talkative, eh? Well, here, let me help you out with those fingers of yours. It seems you broke a couple of them in the crash. Here, I'll make the remaining ones look just like them.
2: <laughs>
0: there, not that, huh? Okay, I'll just...
2: <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I sh- shut shot shut knife shut her up. Okay. Because I needed the insurance money (laughs) I'm in debt With gambling dance to the mob And I'm bleeding money out of the club Because of competition With Club (laughs) 9
0: Money All of this Two lives lost And all of it In the name of greed You truly are a vile creature Mr. Rex Here come the police I guess I'll leave it to them, and I'll also leave uh, Balloononaut's phone with them with further evidence of. Oh, uh-oh. Looks like one of the bullets hit it and destroyed it. Well, there's uh, Letrex's confession, so that'll work, and at least there'll be a partial happy ending, and that Taco Tortilla will go free. Well, not exactly free. He'll probably just get deported. But hey, that's better than going up the river for a murder he didn't commit. And now I must reassist. My everyday disguise of Mark Milk did it in order to pursue my position as reporter at the online tabloid of Popsmear.com. And so, the next morning, in the office of the editor-in-chief of Popsmear.com, Richard Suckle. and so, uh, with that confession of uh, Mr. Rex there, uh, that completely confirms your, your theory about the, uh, the murder... Uh, of TRX, uh, Mr. Sacco. Yeah, yeah. It's too bad the DA is going to drop all charges due to lack of evidence. Uh,
2: d- d- what? D- they have got a confession.
0: Yeah, but it was clearly coerced by this. uh, This what did they call the Sun King character? Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, I. Oh, gee. I all this work I did. It seems like it was for yeah, nothing. Well, oh. I, wait. What? What? What's that? Is it? Is that a picture of Sun King? Oh, yeah, I managed to snap a few shots of him for the story, but I guess there's no story now. Uh. Oh, man. <laughs> what? No story? <laughs> no, sorry, you're looking at the story right there in those pics. Oh, yeah, we're going to run it. But, but 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 you said there's no case against Letch Rex uh, due to lack of evidence. Uh. Nah, screw Letch Rex. He's old nose. Sun King's the star here. And speaking of old nose, the old celebrity gossip racket's old nose. No, 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 we're changing course. From now on, we're going to be covering these superhero people. That's where the action is. We're changing pumpsmere.com to CapesConfidential.com. And you're going to be one of our first new reporters. Welcome aboard, Capes Confidential, milk tit. Oh, <laughs> well, thank you, Mr. Suckle. Ah, call me Dick. Layla, Layla, get in here.
2: What is it, Mr. Suckle?
0: Layla, meet our newest reporter, Mark Milktet. I want you to show him the ropes and get him situated here. Mark? Layla Lott. Layla, Mark Milktet. Well, uh. <laughs> hi there, Miss Lott. I, uh, I guess we'll be, uh, spending a lot of time together.
2: <laughs> oh, God.
0: Well there you have it. The origin and first adventure of Sun King, along with the origin of the superhero online tabloid Capes Confidential. How about that? Well, stick around for further adventures of Sun King in the next exciting episode of The Adventures of Sun
2: King! King!
0: Adventures of Sun King is a Nelson production. All characters and stories are written and performed by me, Douglas Nelson, with music by Kevin McLeod and other public domain sources. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson show here on RadioMisfits.com. Say, gang, want to help out your old pal, Mr. Nelson? Well, you can. And, of course, you've heard my ads for my Society6 store and my Selfie store of all those hilarious little videos. Yes, 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 Well, now there's another store uh, similar to the Society6 store, but some products are a little bit cheaper. And there's a few more, including the Mr. Nelson hat, Mr. Nelson t-shirts, several kinds of t-shirts, even the value t-shirt. And it's all at the Mr. Nelson store, courtesy of Zazzle.com. That's Zazzle dot com slash the underscore m r underscore n a i l s i n underscore store. <laughs> oh, yes, it's just that simple. So head over to the Mister Nelson Store and select some sort of apparel you can have. Yes, all different kinds of shirts. Some of which are shirts that uh, represent some of the movies I did at my selfie store. Uh, some even represent the Bob Levy Show. And for the ladies. Yes, some little undergarments with my face on them. (laughs) Oh, yes. Ah, bumper stickers, posters, little buttons and pins, all that good stuff, and plenty of other kinds of shirts. Yes, and of course, like I mentioned, the value shirt at $14.95. It's a steal. hmm yes. So, head over to the Mr. Nelson store. Zazzle.com slash the Mr. Nelson store. That's the underscore Mr. underscore Nelson underscore store. And by Mr., I just mean Mr. Yes, 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 yes. It's just that simple. Yes, yes. So, please, uh, help me out, won't you? Thanks. In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the spirit of God was moving over the face of the waters. And God said, "Let there be light," and there was light. And God saw that the light was good. And God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night, and there was evening, and there was morning, one day. And God said, Let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it separate the waters from the waters. And God made the firmament, and separated the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament, and it was so. And God called the firmament heaven, and there was evening, and there was morning, a second day. And God said, Let the waters under the heavens be gathered together into one place, and let the dry land appear. And it was so. God called the dry land earth, and the waters that were gathered together he called the seas. And God saw that it was good. And God said, Let the earth put forth vegetation, plants, yielding seed, and fruit trees bearing fruit, and which is their seed, each according to its kind, upon the earth. And let them be lights in the firmament of the heavens, to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God made the two great lights, the greater light to rule the day, and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also, and God set them in the firmament of the heavens to give light upon the earth, to rule over the day and over the night, and to separate the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening, and there was morning, a fourth day. And God said, Let the waters bring forth swarms of living creatures, and let birds fly above the earth, across the firmament of the heavens. So God created the great sea monsters, and every living creature that moves, with which the waters swarm according to their kinds, and every winged bird according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. And God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful, and multiply, and multiply and fill the waters in the seas, and let birds multiply on the earth. And there was evening, and there was morning, a fifth day. And God said, Let the earth bring forth living creatures according to their kinds, cattle and creeping things, and beasts of the earth according to their kinds. And it was so. And God made the beasts of the earth according to their kinds, and the cattle according to their kinds, and everything that creeps upon the ground according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. And God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful, and multiply, and fill the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. And God said, Behold, I have given you every plant yielding seed which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree with seed and its fruit. You shall have them for food, and to every beast of the earth, and to every bird in the air, and And to everything that creeps on the earth, everything that has the breath of life, I have given every green plant for food. And it was so, and God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning, a sixth day. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host of them. And on the seventh day God finished his work, which he had done. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had done. So God blessed the seventh day and hallowed it, because on it God rested from all his work which he had done in creation. These are the generations of the heavens and the earth when they were created. In the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens, when no plant of the field was yet on the earth and no herb of the field had yet sprung up, For the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth, and there was no man to till the ground. But a mist went up from the earth, and watered the whole face of the ground. Then the Lord God formed man of dust from the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living being. And the Lord God planted a garden in Eden, in the east, and there he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the ground the Lord God made to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight, and good for food. And the tree of life also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. A river flowed out of Eden to water the garden, and there it divided and became four rivers. The name of the first, Pishon. It was the one which flows around the whole land of Havilah, where there is gold, and the gold of that land is good. Biddlem, and Oinx stone are there. The name of the second river is Gihon. It is the one which flows around the whole land of Cush. And the name of the third river is Tigris, which flows east of Assyria. And the fourth river is the Euphrates. The Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to till it and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, You may freely eat of every tree of the garden, but of the tree of knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat, for in the day that you eat of it you shall die. Then the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him a helper fit for him. So out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field, every bird of the air, and brought them to the man to see what he would call them. And whatever the man called every living creature, that was its name. The man gave names to all the cattle, and to the birds of the air, and to every beast of the field. But for the man there was not found a helper fit for him. So the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon a man, and while he slept took one of his ribs and closed up its place with flesh, and the rib which the Lord God had taken from the man he made into a woman, and brought her to the man. Then the man said, This at last is bone of my bones, and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called Woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore a man leaves his father and his mother and cleaves to his wife, and they become one flesh. And the man and his wife were both naked and were not ashamed. Now the serpent was more subtle than any other wild creature that the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God say, You shall not eat of any tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. But God said, You shall not eat of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. But the serpent said to the woman, You will not die, for God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was a delight to the eyes, and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. And she also gave some to her husband, and he ate. Then the eyes of both were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? And he said, I heard the sound of thee in the garden, and I was afraid, because I was naked, and I hid myself. He said, Who told you you were naked? Have you eaten of the tree of which I commanded you not to eat? The man said, The woman whom thou gavest to be with me, she gave me fruit of the tree, and I ate. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this that you have done? The woman said, The serpent beguiled me, and I ate. The Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you above all cattle, and above all wild animals. Upon your belly you shall go, and dust you shall eat, all the days of your life. I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. To the woman he said, I will greatly multiply your pain and childbearing. In pain you shall bring forth children. Yet your desire shall be for your husband, and he shall rule over you. And to Adam he said, Because you have listened to the voice of your wife, and have eaten of the tree which I commanded you, you shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground because of you, in toil you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Thorns and thistles it shall bring forth to you, and you shall eat the plants of the field." In the sweat of your face you shall eat bread, till you return to the ground, for out of it you were taken. You are dust, and to dust you shall return. The man called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all living, and the Lord God made for Adam and for his wife garments of skins, and clothed them. Then the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become like one of us, knowing good and evil. And now, lest he put forth his hand, and take also of the tree of life, and eat, and live forever. Therefore the Lord God sent him forth from the garden of Eden to till the ground from which he was taken. He drove out the man, and at the east of the garden of Eden he placed the cherubim, and a flaming sword which turned every way to guard the way to the tree of life. So, is that how it happened? <laughs> uh, well, if you're a fundamentalist, it is, but of course, uh, I don't really think the world was formed in six days, even though I believe in God. Let me explain how there's essential truths with the purpose of metaphor. Um, so what we have here is God creating the world. Well, we know uh, the universe had a beginning, and uh, the earth formed, you know over millions and millions years, probably billions of years. And uh, cooled, and all of that, and uh, came to the the, uh, the formation that it is today. And you know, out of that, uh, life and what have you. Uh but uh, there are interesting aspects uh, for this, and obviously authored by someone who's trying to explain the origins of life and what have you as the best he could to the best of his ability, and uh, in the context of God being this force that made this happen, because when you consider the likelihood that any of this that we know of, even from uh, the, the scientific record, uh, the odds almost make it seem un- highly unlikely... <laughs> <laughs> so that's why these days you, know, you got a lot of people calling it intelligent design and that sort of thing, which uh, you can give some credence to just by the mere uh, realization of the odds. So, well, how would a book like Genesis play into it beyond being just a fairy tale? Well... You certainly have a description here that matches up metaphorically with what evolution teaches us. Uh, when you look at animals and that when you think, see ourselves in raw uh, science, we're nothing more than just another uh, animal. We're just very clever animals. Well, the cleverness is the point. Uh, in the story, the fall of man comes because he, he, the he eats of the uh, the tree of, of life he uh, Adam and Eve they eat of the the tree and no, that 's not the tree of life, sorry, the tree of knowledge and well what 's the knowledge well, the knowledge is knowing good and evil you know animals don 't know good and evil they 're just animals they 're just doing what they do instinctively to survive and uh so we, we watch these nature films and a lion just Destroys a zebra or something like that. You know, uh, we don't see the as the lion murdering uh, the animal. And the lion's doing what its its nature is making it do. Uh, the lion doesn't understand uh, that violent acts can be seen as evil. It's certainly not murder because the lion is doing to its nature to eat and uh, survive, and that's what it's doing. But uh, if a man were to do that, <laughs> to, to say another man, uh, well, that's murder you know uh it depends on the, the the context of the scenario but nevertheless it's murder and only people can murder uh animals don't because uh they don't have the knowledge of good and evil and uh, that's what it's referring to so but you're seeing here in the the genesis story is the movement from humanity to becoming humanity from being just another primate so they're naked like animals and primates are (laughs) and then suddenly they don't want to be naked they know they're naked uh because they now have the knowledge and of course knowledge of good and evil and you can extrapolate onto that to self-awareness and uh what have you and so forth so obviously this separates humanity from the rest of the animal kingdom even though we're certainly related to it and we come from it so there you go Uh, metaphorically true, uh, fundamentals, (laughs) uh, the the actual, to the letter, yeah, probably not. Uh, Well, of course, if you accept that God's real, which I do, I suppose you could argue that, well, he's omnipotent, uh, he could have done it just like that, and, uh, we wouldn't know any different, but, uh... Probably not. Either way, I don't think it really matters much. I don't think you're going to go to hell because you don't accept uh, the uh, book of Genesis in the uh, fundamentalist terms. <laughs> but there's plenty there. Obviously, a lot of religious things. and you can say, Well, the women are supposed to be under the man and all that sort of thing. Uh, as the explanation as to why. <laughs> well, they're always going to throw that in there. But, uh, but yeah, I, I hold the book of Genesis, at least that part of it that I read. About the the origins there, um, but uh, it works as a metaphor for for even evolution and the scientific uh, exp- explanations for how we got here. And there you go. There's your your Bible reading <laughs> for this episode of the Nelson Show. So meanwhile, uh, the wrath of God is upon me. <laughs> Because of uh, Hurricane Harvey. So, as I said earlier, got to bring this episode of The Nelson Show to a close uh, rather quickly before I run out of uh, electrical power to be able to send it to Radio Misfits. (laughs) So, thanks for listening. Uh, Do check out my stores, my Selfie store, my uh, Mr. Nelson store at uh, Zazzle.com and help out uh, The Mr. Nelson Show. Also, check out my Douglas Nelson channel, Uh, on YouTube. I've got videos there, and uh, check them out to give them a like, all that sort of stuff. Alright, thanks for listening, and good night, everybody. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson Show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMister.com, so any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Nelson on Twitter, where they'll be promptly ignored and or blocked.